going to be distracted for the next hour by the fact that during that traffic report, we just got, I mean, WCCO Radio is all about bringing you information that affects your hometown. I don't know that we've ever had a traffic report from Le Center. I don't believe we have. County Road, now do you know where Le Center is, yes. Dan? You know, Laura. It's right by Le Sewer. I have right. no idea. County Road 99 is uh, the main the main drag in Le Center. Population, 2,500 people. It's right by the Little Dandy Bar and Grill or Andy's Garage Auto Shop. Mm-hmm. If you've ever been to the Le Sewer County Fairgrounds. It's right there. Did you ever think you get the a, traffic? What, I don't even what, know. What did he say? Do you remember what he said? I don't. I, I went to Minnesota 511 to try to see, like, what's going on? What's going on in, in Le Center? Maybe a listener knows and can call and tell us. I mean, we, what's the traffic We situation? could get on the phone right now and call. Like, should we just make some calls live on the air, Dan? Dan's looking at me like, <laughs> absolutely not. I'm going to kill you. No. There's a Dollar General. There's a, a, I'm not going to kill you. I'm just not going to make those calls. How about call the Little Dandy Bar and Grill? You want to call them and see what's going on in the center? <laughs> no. Uh, I am getting some texts of people who are convinced that the legislature is going to be a pain in the butt. About the, about flag. the flag? You think so? Um. Yes. Yes. The same people. And you should go check out our our podcast, Drive Time with Russia, at 3 o'clock, we did a very inspirational, dramatic reading. I heard. Of my Facebook comments on this. <laughs> I will guarantee that some legislature legislator is going to hold up that whatever flag from whatever part of Somalia mm. and be like, look at, look at what we did. Uh... I did have someone in my Twitter comments today show a, it was Mark Westfall, who's a, a St. Paul history teacher. Yes. Mark. Mark is a great Twitter follow because he just he raises interesting questions mm-hmm. and often like will share sort of what the students are saying, which yeah. I think is kind of cool. But he posted he in his sixth period today, he said that he showed the final design and the kids were not that impressed. But then he showed them the other 50 state state flags. Yeah. And uh, about half of them then decided that the Minnesota flag was pretty cool. When you see it lined up against other flags, it does stand out. It's bright. It's simple. Yeah. And it's modern. It's, you know, maybe we'll like it. Maybe we won't. It's Who just knows? different. It's different for us because we are not probably the most similar thing that has happened in re- somewhat recent history yeah. of going against what everybody else does when it comes to the design or the name of something would be calling our hockey team the Minnesota Wild. That mm. was a weird thing at the time. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Were you here then? I yeah. don't know if you were uh, here. I was not here. No, that right. happened before me. So that. That threw people for a loop. That name, what people were furious. Wild? What is the wild? How do we, what kind of yeah. logo is this going to be? What is that logo? Is it a wildcat? Is it a forest? Is it yeah. a combo of both? So we're not used to things that don't fit into our little yeah. predictable boxes. And I just think if we allow ourselves to be a little more free thinking here, we can come around to liking this flag. There is good and bad about the fact that this was like the weirdest 
open community design project ever. That's never happened, right. I I am friends with a lot of uh, designers. Yeah. And this is like a designer's worst nightmare. Oh, yes. Like a bunch of... And this also is sort of what can happen with design, right? Yeah. You're tasked with coming up with a logo, and then before you know it, 47 middle managers have to weigh in. Too many cooks in the kitchen. Right. I get it. I get the transparency aspect of it all. Right. But still, yeah. What's amazing is like people are now saying like, well, how, you know, we didn't get to vote on this. You're like, oh my gosh, do we need the public vote? The public on this? voting. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, Lord, could you imagine? <laughs> like, would there be commercials? Would there be like, <laughs> what would happen as part of this Just campaign? Chaos. Just absolute chaos. List came out. I love this time of year because it's a time of year of lists. M Health Fairview, the first uh, to enter the fray with the most popular baby names chosen at their hospitals in 2020. Okay. So they've had 12,400 babies born so far this year. And this is a pretty good sample, right? Yeah. And we'll get like an official like Social Security Administration number in three months. I'm going to guess a name once you continue. Yeah, that's what I want. Yeah. Guess, uh, see if you can be in the top five for boys. I bet I can right off the bat. Mason. Mason is not in the top (gasps) ten. Really? Dan, do you want to play? Give me a boy name that you think might be in the top five. Theodore. Number one. You saw it. You saw it. Did what you, you know that? About? No, I mean, I haven't seen this list. No, Cook story there, this morning doesn't mean that I read it. Is there a Henry in there? Henry is number two. Okay. Henry's been around, yeah. hasn't it? I remember my first friend who named uh, his son Henry, and I thought, what an old man. Love name. it. Yep. But it has stood the test of time. Number three, uh, another very common boy's name Liam. Liam, yep. A lot of Liam. Yep. Jack. Jack is still popular. That's been popular for a while. I Jack think my has kid's popular. name has been raising in there too. Charlie. Is Charlie up, up toward the top? Charlie is not on this list, but I have seen Charlie in top 10 lists before. Mm-hmm. Oliver, William, James, yeah. Leo. <gasps> okay. One of my kid's best friend's name is James Leo. Huh? James Leo. I like That's it. what they called him. I Not like just that. James. It, they called him James Leo. James Leo. Two uh-huh. two names. Right. Well, I'm not going to dump on anyone's name, but that's a lot of work. <laughs> two names. And then don't you, when you ever get an email from somebody with two names, don't you have that moment where you're like, how do I respond? Uh, yes. Is this just your middle name? That Is this just your... happened to me. Yes. Yeah. It's awkward. I feel if you're someone who has two words as part of your first name, you have an obligation in, like, your email signature to, like, highlight them together. Yes. Give me a clue here. Sign Help me out. Way, sign it the way you want to be addressed. Yes. Yes. Henry Lake is very happy with this with l- top ten list. Yes. Henry number two. It's a great name. I feel like, I, you know, I'm not a big gambler, but I feel like Henry is poised to make a move. Yeah. Number two, fine. Number one, coming for you. Theodore, watch it. Was that? Because the- so here comes Henry. Number one. Theodore is number one. Okay. Theo, yep. But I think Henry's coming for him. Yeah. And I feel like Henry could take out Theo. Yeah. What about the girls? Number one for girls. Uh, number one has been number one for a while. 
Mm. Uh, do you want to guess? People oh, are guessing boy, at home. They're thinking. They're thinking. Uh, it's another oldie, na- old timey name. What does it start with? C. Um, Claire. Charlotte. Charlotte. I love the name Charlotte. It's a beautiful name. Yes. When I first heard Charlotte again, I had that same reaction. Old, old name. Yes. Now, if you name your daughter Charlotte, odds are good she's going to be beautiful. Oh, yeah. It's just such just a lovely, it's such a lovely name. Uh, Evelyn, number two. I have a niece, Evelyn. Mm-hmm. Olivia, number three. Yeah, I was think... going to say Olivia. Charlie has a lot of Olivia friends. Olivia is popular. Do you think Olivia Rodrigo, the the pop star, has mm. sort of helped Maybe. that? I don't know. Are there Taylors in there? I don't. <laughs> Not in the top ten, but I wonder. You know, when you get some of these newer lists uh, that are longer, you see those movements, right? Yes. Where somebody goes from like number ninety on the list to number thirty-five, and yes. you're like, ah, that's, that's why. That's it. Uh, Amelia, and again, this is just one hospital, right? So who knows? Right. One hospital system. Amelia has been up there for a while. Sophia, those are sort of moving down a bit. That's number six mm-hmm. now. But it's Charlotte, Evelyn, Olivia, Lucy, Lucy, Nora. Yes, I know a Lucy and a Nora. Amelia, Sophia. Whatever happened to like Mary, Michelle? Yeah. Those are like kind of those are like 70s our generation names, names aren't right, they? Right, sixties yeah. and seventies names. Emma, Isla, Isla with is an number I? nine. I S L A. Is Sally on the list anywhere? No, Sally. Love Sally. Quinn, Hazel, and Harper are tied for three or tied for ten. Hmm. So new on the list this year. Noah and Owen are new. Okay. Uh, Lucy Quinn. I have a niece named Quinn. Yeah. And Hazel, our new. Hazel's very old-fashioned. I yeah. like that, too. Hazel is old-fashioned. Uh, I don't know. It's fine. It's fun. It's just fun. I think it is fun. It's fun. I, I do think, as a parent, like people always feel bad when they're like, oh, I picked the number one name. Right. You know what I mean? You don't You're want like, it to oh, be oversaturated with I your that, kid's name. I'm I that obvious. Right. I'm that pre- but the truth is, I don't know, I dug into this a while ago. There are way more names in general than there were when you and I were born. Mm-hmm. So if you had a popular name in our era, Jason was very popular. It's a very snapshot in time, yeah. right? So Jason, when you meet a Jason, you pretty safe bet that that dude was born between like 73 and 77. Sure. Okay. We had our moment. <laughs> and now no one names their kid Jason. The Jason era. I I have to say like slightly egotistically, I've always hoped that someone would name their child after me. Well, all these it's not years too in late. broadcasting. It is not too late. What prize could we give? <laughs> One of your old ties, signed ties. <laughs> if you name your child Jason, I mean, I'm not saying you have to name the kid to Russia like that. Just Jason will suffice. Just What's your Jason. middle name? Robert. Yeah. I got a text from my oldest the other day. Did he call you Jason Robert? No, he asked me what my middle name was. He didn't know? It's his middle name. Oh. <laughs> 
Sometimes the smartest kids are truly, truly dumb. Dense. I'm like, what? <laughs> I sent him a video. Uh, like on my Instagram, this video popped up of this raclette sandwich. Yes. Like, what is a raclette sandwich? So raclette is a cheese that kind of sits over a flame. Okay. So, or you use like a torch to melt yes. it. Yes, yes, yes. So this sandwich in New York City has beautiful baguette, ham, and then the dude is like slicing the, like, you know, squishing the raclette and smearing it around. Yeah. I'm like, Seth, you have to go get it. And he's like, which, imagine being my kid. And like, that's what, that's the message dad sent. Yes, go like, find the raclette. Go find this sandwich and eat it for me. Yes. Like, it's so weird. I love it. Uh, and he was like, well, I've heard about it. I walked by that thing. Okay. There are long lines. He and should try it. It's sort of expensive. It's worth it. So Dan knows. So basically send me some money and that's I'll right. take care of you. Yes. But I said, I'm like, I will buy you the sandwich. I'm like, if it's a long line, go bring your uh, lady friend. Yep. Go hang out in the park. And then he did send me a picture. I'm like, you got to send me the sandwich. Oh, that's great. I'm so glad he did it. He did it. I know. I'm glad he did it. He is in a great part of the city, too, that has a lot of fun little sandwich shops. There's another one that we went to on our last trip to New York that was fabulous with the line out the door. And I can't remember the name of it right now, but yeah, That's he's in cool. a good spot. One of our textures wants to know when I'm going to get a hyphenated last name. Yeah. Like between the D like and fa- the R. Yeah, yeah. D slash Russia. My brother puts a space between the two. Does he? I could hyphenate it, You I could suppose. go like by D-Rush. <laughs> Jason well, D-Rush. When I was in high school, my radio name for the, or when I was in college for the college radio station was Jason St. Bob. St. Bob? Yeah. Did you make that up? Yeah, because my middle name was Robert. So I'm like, <laughs> at the time, like all of like the wacky morning DJs were like, I'm, uh, uh, yeah. I'm uh, Larry St. Michael, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> uh, someone says I may be pronouncing the name Isla wrong. Long Al and La. Isla? Isla. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Laura, thank you. Yes, we'll see you tomorrow. We are going to do the D Rush Hour headlines next. Lots of good stuff in the D-Rush Hour headlines, including a r- update on St. Paul's Guaranteed Income Program. Why do we b- build houses the same way we've been doing for 125 years? And an update on a Best Buy story we talked about before coming up. D-Rush Hour news headlines coming your way. And Best Buy, the corporate headquarters, is getting a tax break from Richfield. Star Tribune reporting that the school board is the one who said, yep, we'll go along with it. Best Buy made a deal 20 years ago that set a minimum property valuation for their corporate headquarters in Richfield at $118.5 million. You'll remember when Best Buy built down along 494, you know, the city of Richfield base, used eminent domain and took over a bunch of car dealerships and uh, houses and et cetera. And part of the deal was Best Buy saying, like, all right, we'll we'll set this floor on our, our valuation. Well, post-COVID, half of their headquarters is empty. They think their office is worth tens of millions less. This agreement was almost over. But the school said, look, we're not going to sign off on this deal if it's going to end up screwing our taxpayers or raising money or hurting the kids. And the company agreed to pay the schools $150,000 to offset lost tax revenue and also reimburse some of the staff time dealt 
uh, spent dealing with the issue. School board members told the paper they were upset about changing the agreement, but they voted to approve the new assessment because they believed students wouldn't be hurt. Did St. Paul's pilot program guaranteeing an income for 150 low-income families, did it work? Well, I don't know. Pioneer Press reporting... I would say yes. I would say yes. Pioneer Press reporting on the first study of this program from the University of Pennsylvania. They have a Center for Guaranteed Income Research because this idea of, you know, of all the different ways we provide social services or what people used to call welfare, would it make more sense to just give people a check? And so in 2020, St. Paul's mayor, Melvin Carter, used federal state philanthropic dollars to launch this project, Pioneer Press reporting about it today. They gave $500 a month to 150 low-income families who had newborn children. So 18 months, they'd load this prepaid debit card, and there were no restrictions. Do whatever you want with the money. We trust you to live your life. Academic researchers got voluntary compensated surveys for the people and interviews, And so the surveys found this. It didn't help people build up cash savings because it's only 500 bucks. And what they found is that this did give financial breathing room during the pandemic. Of course, when the 18 months ended, there were no real lingering benefits from it. So I don't know that that's a surprise to anyone. Some of the benefits were surprising to me. Participants spent more time with their family during that payment period. Household stability was steady, even as the pandemic was, you know, other young, low-income families were not having household stability. There was an uptick in physical health. Some families switched to better housing. So from that perspective, very successful. The mayor said it's pretty predictable when you pull the resource away and the program ends that some of those benefits will lapse as well. Well, we'll, you know, obviously St. Paul says we don't have the tax base to be able to just do this forever, but it'll be interesting to see if more foundations kind of step in and we see if this continues. Why do we build homes the same way we've been doing it for 125 years? Yeah, I, I thought this was such a good question in the New York Times opinion section today. Didn't you think that we would have more prefabricated houses by now, homes built in factories? Last year, only 2% of new single-family homes in the U.S. were built in factories. Yeah, some parts of homes are built off-site, but for the most part, U.S. homes are built the old-fashioned way, one at a time by hand. Competing, uh, completing a house took an average of eight and a third months in 2022. In 1971, same-size house, it took took a month less. So it's taking longer. Uh, So what do we do? Well, getting to affordable housing is partially a zoning issue, partially opening land for development, but reducing building costs could really make a dent. Building costs account for 60% of the price of a new home. Uh, New York Times took us to a fabricating factory uh, called Fading West, where houses can be completed in... Uh, less than half the time of handmade homes and at 80% of the cost. So once the home is built in the factory, the team can actually install, if you will, four homes in a day. 
Now, you might be thinking, all right, well, why hasn't it worked? Well, some of it is building codes. Uh, The Times says, look, Florida and California are always going to have different building codes than the rest of the country because hurricanes and earthquakes. But does Colorado really need 300 different codes for single-family homes? Does every state need a different code? Probably not. Worth thinking about. 533, breaking news about the Donald Trump campaign. The state of Colorado, the Supreme Court in that state, has just barred the former president from being on the primary ballot. Donald Trump kicked off the ballot in Colorado. We will update you on that and talk about it. Your thoughts, welcome at 651-461-9226. Next.